The following Dharma talk was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So good evening, everyone. We might be a small group, but and people will probably trickle in. And uh, just to introduce myself, uh, my name is Gabe Keller Flores, and I'm the office manager here at Common Ground, and I teach a bit. And Mark is sick, so he asked me to sub. So I'm here as the substitute. Really happy to be here with whoever shows up and continue this uh, introduction course. So the general theme we'll be exploring tonight is obstacles, which could be covered in week one, I'm sure, <laughs> and it probably has been covered during the last three weeks, but we'll uh, explore that a little bit more in depth today. But I think a big part of that exploration, as I'm sure you're already finding, is even that word, obstacle, uh, a nice way to reframe that is what appears to be an obstacle to the continuity of mindfulness. And what's our relationship to what appears to be an obstacle? And so even that word obstacle kind of has embedded in it some aversion, probably. If there's, we have a goal, we're trying to whatever that goal is, and for each of us it might be a little different, but basically we're not trying to do too much. Uh, The instructions are pretty simple. Uh, I like this little teaching from Sayada Utejaniya, a Burmese monk, create an experience, and we're not trying to avoid any experience. We're just practicing to remember to recognize the present moment's experience. So in in that light, uh, anything that appears to be an obstacle can be reframed as just something being known. So that's the basic instruction. And then part of what we'll notice is And an important piece of it to notice is the feeling tone, which is a Buddhist term, but it's very simple. It's the pleasantness, unpleasantness, or neutral feeling tone. So uh, just that very basic, uh, this is unpleasant. This emotional feeling, this physical sensation is unpleasant, or this thought is pleasant, and that's why I keep you know, getting caught in it and keep wanting to think about it. Or my general perception of the moment is pretty neutral, so I'm not interested. But from the point of view of cultivating mindfulness, cultivating um, wisdom and stability of mind, we can use any object to develop these qualities of mind. So it's nice to have that, at least in theory, that attitude um, 
that uh, the objects that will arise in meditation aren't really our business. They're just nature, really. It's just the nature of the mind expressing itself, the nature of the body expressing itself. And so if we can remember that attitude, it can bring a sense of relaxation and kind of putting down unnecessary tension. And it sounds so simple, but uh, the mind can actually intuit that there's some truth to that, even just conceptually, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, that things are just unfolding due to their own nature. And uh, I will have preferences, one thing over the other. And I can notice those preferences, notice the pleasantness, unpleasantness, and neutrality. But as a specific practice in mindfulness meditation, the main emphasis is on the mind that's observing and what qualities are in the mind that's observing. So any object we can use to develop, well, this is happening. So mindfulness and What's our relationship? Are we feeding the anger, feeding the fear, feeding the planning? And what is that like? So that's the, the first basic instruction when there's something that appears to be an obstacle because uh, what could really be an obstacle to mindful awareness? In theory, Everything that we can know is an object, right? An object in the present moment. But in our lived experience, we're often not you know, really in a relaxed, sustained way, having the, the balance of mind to see things unfolding in that way, really just nature unfolding, we get caught, we get, which means we get, um, we forget that we're thinking, and that's a big part of our lives, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so to normalize that, um, that's going to happen, we're going to forget that we're thinking, and then when we wake up, we get the opportunity to notice what it was like to have been lost in a story and reverberations in the body and the mind. But as a general approach, we don't have to have a contentious relationship. And that goes a long way in terms of working with so-called obstacles is that basic approach of kindness, understanding, well, this is just nature. So that's kind of our first um, strategy, is, when, is if there's enough balance, enough interest in the mind, uh, we take refuge in mindful awareness as opposed to figuring this thing out or trying to get away from that unpleasant feeling And it's very interesting um, what 
for example, what unpleasant, what an unpleasant emotion, bodily sensation, what is that like when the mind isn't in contention with it? And it will still be unpleasant, which is interesting. So we're, we're learning to distinguish between uh, unpleasantness, for example, or pleasantness, and the mind's relationship to that. It's just what it is, and that doesn't mean we don't feel it. We do. So it's, it's this interesting exploration of intimacy, fully being with what is, but we don't need to add on to it, you know, I'll, we're kind of just right there with it. It's, um, and th- when that's possible, and then at other times, there isn't enough stability in the mind, and immediately we get sucked away, and so then we have skillful redirection, which is, I think, a lot of what we've been practicing, or you all have been practicing, developing some familiarity and comfort with embodied experience as a anchor, as a place for the mind to get some bearing. So often, at least in my experience, there's disorientation, there's loss of bearing when the mind has spent a lot of time in the thought realm, really disconnected. And so that, you know, we always start with that and that's always our reference point. Even when we encounter obstacles, the body can be sort of a frame. We can stay in touch with the body and then, well, what is this, the impact of this obstacle, this emotional disturbance, this thought, in that frame of the body? How is it impacting contraction in the body and so on? To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, Or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org.